Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1977's House... You! <laughs> <Sorry>. You! <laughs> if you have not seen 1977's um, House, um, you know, please get all your little friends, go on a little summer vacation trip to a house, and uh, try not to die from everything. Uh, Code 45 is going to be at George R. Brown Center, June 18th. 2016 um 2:30 we're gonna be doing a, a panel for the worst and forgotten comic book movies it's gonna be a great time we'll be at comic palooza holding it down you get to meet everybody at uh i think uh boss rhino and your mustard will be there making a special appearance as well um code 45 is on twitter and instagram at code 45 podcast you can catch us on youtube with dumbass videos give us a five-star rating on itunes please um, we're also on uh, Stitcher, Satchel, and Google Play. Uh, Code 45 is powered by... Uh, looks like I'm drinking Big Chill water. Big Chill. Nice. Big Chill. Oh, uh, well, me nothing yet. I got a bottle of water somewhere. Go I'm getting kind of thirsty. Go get this shit. So thirsty. Uh, currently drinking a Goose IPA. Um, once I start hopping, I can't stop me. Yeah, welcome, welcome to a uh, spooky slash silly slash retarded edition of uh, Cult Forty Five. I'm your host, Beat Him Down. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Being Black, and when you say my name, put some respect on it. Negative. Also, Sonny Chips is here, uh, as he is sometimes. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's good to hear from you guys, man. It's just, it's just us, just the host today. No, no guest. We're actually doing um, this is some some next level shit here. Dude. We're doing a uh, house, uh, 1977's house, and uh, it's out there, man. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. out there. So wacky yeah. one. You know, wacky usually one. I would say, oh, what drink or what drug. <laughs> is this motherfucker on? Because it's not. This isn't normal shit. This isn't no uh, normal thing for anybody. Definitely next level. Into. You know what? Like with this with this movie though, I, I will say this. Um, a lot of balls on it. I think when this movie came out in '77, it was a. It was actually had it had a lot of fucking buzz behind it because Nobuhiko Obayashi, the uh, he was actually a director of um, commercials. He wrote this story that was inspired by his daughter, and it was like all the type of weird things that actually scared her. And he wanted to make a movie rival to Jaws as far as a cultural impact. And he uh, <laughs> he uh, he had all these crazy ideas, and, and he just wanted to be absurd. And uh, he came up with a you know story house. Everybody liked it, you know, quote unquote. And it greenlit it, but nobody wanted to direct the shit at all. And he's like, fuck it, I'll do it. But nobody wanted to budge on it. So they literally had two years of preparation where they had, uh, he casted all of his actors because um, he was doing like 200, uh, for, in, that, in that time span, he did like 200 commercials. He casted all the actresses, had the soundtrack made and done, laid out, uh, <laughs> had a manga made over it. Like he had a whole bunch of fucking I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. He had like a huge. Check that one out huge you know setup and kind of like he, and he made uh he made um business cards pushing the movie before it even came out saying because since it was greenlit he's like yeah toho's gonna make a house they're making a house and he's just pushing it marketed the fuck out of it It was a huge blitzkrieg he basically pressured toho to fucking make house which is kind of i like that as far as that's concerned you know like um you know whatever i feel about the movie whatever dude but the fact that the dude had that much grind in them 
Like, it's fucking amazing. It's fucking awesome as shit. And that dude looked like a pimp back in the day. I don't know if y'all saw pictures <laughs> of this guy. This motherfucker had a denim jumpsuit open uh, with, like, a tank top underneath and a fucking ascot, bro. And uh, goddamn rock star hair and aviator shades, bro. This dude was a pimp. And uh, Sounds like a damn Scooby-Doo character. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, like, um, you guys want to get into it? Nah, I'm yeah. good, man. Yeah, fuck this. Okay. <laughs> See ya. All right, y'all. This is Code 45. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's talk about it. This well, is good. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't for me. It wasn't my, my cup of tea. Well, well, isn't that kind of for the end, bro? <laughs> you just... No, I like, you know what? Let me ask you something. When do you put on your slippers when you walk in the house or when you're leaving? <laughs> Oh, my bad. All right. The hater slippers. You're right. All right. You put them on as soon as you walk through the door. All right. Oh, man. This shit was weird for the sake of being weird. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's cool. It did have a lot of underlying tones with the uh, the atomic bomb, stuff like that. Right. We're actually having a big debate. Uh, Chips, maybe you can answer this for us. Okay. What kind of bomb was dropped on Hiroshima? Uh, specifically, I don't. I don't know what kind of atomic bomb. No, okay. I thought no just, I think is. I think is the actual difference between atomic and nuclear, though. I think that's what you're hung up on. Yeah, I was. I was because I delved deep into it, yeah. and I I just having such a hard time wrapping my mind around that. It wasn't. It wasn't twice. like a nuke. It wasn't like today's nuke because that would be. It, they wouldn't have to shoot it twice. <laughs> and I think. Yeah, I, was, I think Japan wouldn't be like, I don't give a fuck. Do it again if you want. And it's like. <laughs> I don't yeah, think... these bombs will wipe out the fucking east coast of the United States yeah, these days. It's next level shit nowadays. Horrific. This is that's a downer. I might cut that out. But um, <laughs> but no, you can't really cut it out because that's the reason that he made the movie. Because for all this, a lot of a lot of a large portion of the movie was about the friends that he lost right. when the bomb struck because he was of that age at the time. Oh, was he an older? He must have been like an older, older dude. He is. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah, time, yeah. at the time of you know making the movie. I saw one fan theory that uh. You know, the cat has the green eyes, right? Yeah. yeah. And whenever the, the green eyes would go off, something cataclysmic would happen. And that that was really a, like, a, you know, something saying that the cat's green eyes were similar to the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why you can't, you can't cut, you can't take away the bomb from the movie because they go together. Yeah. Right. So it started, it started off all cute and nice and weird. And I was like, okay. And I never, I'd never seen this movie before. So I thought, oh, okay. Maybe something fucking scary is about to happen. Right. They want mm-hmm. to get me comfortable. No, it's just girls skipping and having a good time. Her and her girlfriends are probably scissoring each other and shit. <laughs> You know, they, they were just, they were really close to each other. Was, yeah, they ain't no close. chips. I don't know how you felt about it, but I felt like that build-up part lasted entirely too long. Oh, yeah, like, man. When are we going to get to the fucking house? It, I, I actually timed it. It went on for a good, like, a half hour, I think, before yeah. anything yeah, even minutes. started. To... It was 30 minutes. I think um, it was trying to it was trying to set the table, like most horror movies do. To a certain, or, Another thing is, um, like, at this time... Uh, the director um, kind of said it was never really like a horror film type genre. So he wanted to make a ghost fantasy movie, which I guess he achieved the shit out of. But yeah, like, that, fit, um, that, that, that fits, that description fits it a lot better than a horror. Yeah, because like yeah. they're setting the table of all these characters, which I actually like that they had nicknames because I feel like it was it was kind of sort of self-aware because like, like if this type of movie was made now with like a little bit better direction and better uh, use of special effects, I think mm-hmm. it'll be a it'll be a classic in itself. It'll, it'll be a comedy. It'll, it'll be a pretty funny ass movie because you know you got gorgeous and fantasy were like the main two chicks. Um, I really like the intro where it was kind of starting off creepy, 
mm-hmm. and it had like a little smaller frame and then like she walked out of the frame and it was like full color and kind of like creepily happy mm-hmm. like i really liked that because it, it kind of took you out of the uh it was kind of letting you know what, it, what what the tone was going to be overall anyway that it wasn't gonna be super serious it was, it was gonna have tones of it but overall be kind of goofy as shit um but yeah so we have uh let's go let's go through the roll call of the uh of, the, of our ladies here we have uh gorgeous uh fantasy melody sweet uh prof as in professor and kung fu Arr. yeah kung fu is my favorite too man who's second favorite i think i think we're all uni- unanimous on kung fu are we are we not man, uh, yeah. i don't really have a second favorite to tell you the truth no nah, mac's my second favorite man because uh, uh, i think second for me is tied between mac and the ant <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. She, she was, yeah, okay. We'll yeah, get she, to was, she was pretty hot. She, she wasn't like they, they, they did her a solid on that one. She was supposed to play on old. What do you what? think about the dad's uh, new girlfriend? She looked like a white lady. I was confused. Maybe she yeah. was. Because when she came in, like, I thought she was the fucking ghost. The way that the wind was catching her shit. No, constantly. dude, dude. I thought, I, when I saw that, I instantly thought of that scene from uh, Martin. Where oh, Gina and Martin yeah. are both retelling their stories, and <laughs> Gina floats in. That's, I mean, it was. I'll be surprised if that's not where they got the inspiration from, because it's dead on. Nah, I sincerely doubt any of the writers from Martin like watch. You never know, man. I'll be, shocked. That, I'll be shocked. I know, but if you watch those scenes side by side, it was almost identical. Dead. Yeah, cause yeah, because she, she flew in there, man, with um, the white scarf too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, so you know, they, they set the table. Basically, you get your typical, uh, you know, dad has a new mom type deal. She's not feeling it. Some vacation is coming and uh instead of going with them to the you know whatever wherever the fuck they were going they wanted to, she wanted to go to her aunt's house uh because she had a close connection to her mom and she just wanted to you know just kind of retreat to where she was comfortable and they never visited her in a long time anyway so all these chicks you know their vacation plans got canceled for whatever the fuck reason i forgot why but it got canceled so they wind up going with her so now we got it but that took 30 minutes <laughs> and we passed over really like I don't think that movie ever had like a normal transition like once. Like it was never just a snap, you know, transitions like from one scene to the next. It was always like a really experimental off the wall like transition back and forth. You got like like these weird swipes and then maybe like another character will jump into the foreground. Right. And then I don't know, start eating something or something and then yeah, the that screen was a, just kind of transitions to something else. Like what the fuck is happening? That was probably my favorite transition. That was like a bunch much later in the movie where that dude came out of nowhere just like grabbing the fuck out of noodles. Yeah. And then like they went to the noodle house. Like that was like probably like my top top favorite uh, uh transition. But it, it, he did a lot of um you know periscope you know like the little um, you know how like at the end of the cartoons where like it'll just be like a little circle over that one person they did yeah. that a bunch of times a uh, whole bunch of just silly ass fucking like I feel like it was like their first time using because it's back when they used like blue screen fuck green screen they used straight <laughs> blue and you could yeah. see it like it was a uh, it was a lot it's, of just weird shit you see the, out, the blue outline yeah it, it but was, sometimes you know it was too goofy for me as far as a lot of the setups and the scenery mm-hmm. but then I'm starting to think maybe that is a cultural thing because like Maybe Monty Python. They see that and they don't get it. It might be you like what? what it, hmm. a, a lot. Uh, it was a lot of. It was kind of a Monty Python kind of feel as far as um. Yeah. Like, like the scene when the when a dude fell down the fucking stairs and he had the 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 pot stuck to yeah, his the, butt and he was sliding all over. The that place. whole scene was just weird to me. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. They, it's like uh, I think that that's when they were getting ready to to head to the aunt's house, right? And that, that whole that whole scene right there had a weird like Sesame Street kind yeah, of fucking yeah. vibe. This cheery music and everybody's singing like 
Yeah, so that I, I felt like that was like kind of letting you know what kind of world they live in, as far as uh, you know, it's a very happy-go-lucky, but it was really over the top, like a cartoon almost. I was honestly like, I'm so jaded watching movies. Like, I kind of started to buy in. Come on, you know what? Fuck it. Like, this is. I thought it was gonna be serious because when I got the DVD, it kind of creeped me the fuck out because it was the picture of the. Uh, I think Gorgeous or the auntie in a wedding garb, like with mm-hmm. their arms stretched out, you know, like from from screen to screen, uh, from, from one end of my screen to the next end of the screen, like just standing there freaking me the fuck out. So I'm like, oh, God, I'm bracing myself because I got like this weird thing where I'm really creeped out by uh, uh, Sadako from Ring You and uh, Kayako from uh, The Grudge. I'm, I'm creeped out from those type of uh, that type of ghost, uh, those Japanese ghosts um, that they have. I'm, I get the real creeps from them. So I thought that was going to happen to me, but it didn't. Thank God. Um, <laughs> well, you know why I'm on edge uh, with a lot of, even though I didn't know what to expect coming into this movie, I'm on edge now with a lot of horror movies simply because they rely so much on jump scares. Like, yeah, man. I'm so jump scared out now. I'm always anticipating a horror movie to give me that. Yeah. No matter what type of, you know, movie it is. And that's why I kept I kept waiting for something to jump out onto the screen at me. Yeah, cuz that wasn't yeah. even a that, that wasn't even like a like a trend cuz you know no. cuz cuz a, a lot of people say jump scares are cheap and I kind of They agree. are. I kind of agree. They are. They're a cheap cheap tactic. You all you do is basically you're building up the music. You know it's coming. Right. Right. And then I mean it is it's a cheap uh story. Sometimes it can be effective, but I think the newer movies are relying way too heavily on yeah. it. Yeah. I think um the best movie I saw that or like came out in the two thousands that I did a decent job of jump scares was probably uh Haunting in Connecticut. I don't know if you guys I never, seen I, it. I've not have seen I've not seen never it. seen it. It's 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 not a jump scare, but like shit will happen that'll like kinda catch you off guard. Like um mm-hmm. best example, like uh I'll, I'll try to run through real quick. So like the dude was watching people like, you know, uh drive away and you know those uh those little posts that are on the porch. That you can, mm-hmm. you know, so he went to lean on it and it caved in and like a shit ton of maggots kind of wrapped around, you know, wrapped around his hand and he was hallucinating and mm-hmm. it scared the shit out of me because it came out of fucking nowhere because you just didn't see it coming. It didn't jump out at you, you know, nobody, you know, startled you or no music did anything. It was the actual visual that like got you. I like shit like that, but regardless, regardless, we um, you know, you know what the cheapest type of jump scare is? Is when when they build up the music on the the suspense and shit, mm-hmm. and then they get to the source of the the spook. And, oh, uh, it's just something totally normal and nothing to see here. Uh, just carry psych, motherfucker. Yeah. Jump scare. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that is weak. Okay, just a quick question for yeah, the yeah. for the group. What's the the best horror movie that you've seen? We'll say in the last five years. Oh, five that you years. Just, I'm just trying to keep it relatively recent because oh. all time is too wide. I, I'll go five first. Years? The first one that comes to my mind for some reason is uh, the Babadook. I really, really. Uh, I, I liked like it, but it wasn't, it wasn't scary to me, dude. Like, I think a good horror movie would, like, would stick with me. Maybe. Uh, it stuck with me, man. Uh, I felt it. Maybe Sinister? That was good. I'd say Sinister. Sinister, Sinister was, was really good. good. That ending, though, like, they fucked it up. Like, they could have calmed down where everybody's saying shh. And that one kid in the underwear. Yeah. Looking kind of. I just recently <laughs> saw. I heard Sinister 2 was whack. Yeah, I'm not watching that shit. It's it, it's good enough on its own. It doesn't. It didn't mm-hmm. need a sequel. It didn't need a sequel. I think the the beginning of Sinister was like what got me. Like, oh boy, this is gonna be brutal. But um, anyway, so we get like this wacky train ride, which was fucking hilarious. That was like straight out of Sesame Street. I definitely agree with Chips. Um, but then we get um, kind of backstory on the Auntie, and uh, mm-hmm. about you know this is this is where the uh, the bomb uh, Black was talking about kind of came into play. They're talking about, you know World War Two. And like how uh, the auntie lost her, um, her her fiance, and she promised to always, you know, wait on him forever, like she'll wait for him. 
And that's kind of, you, you kind of see where it's going at that point. But I got to say, I was fucking rolling when uh, they showed the fiance die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's, he's in the plane with this dude. And like the guy who's piloting the plane just gets shot the fuck up. This guy, his fiance flinches not once. He has this most badass, just mean mug. Like, I don't give a fuck. Let's die. No, he has he has that face on when your uh, your wife or girlfriend's complaining at you, and you're just trying to watch the video game screen. Like, all right, I can just wait this out. I know she you hear keep, me. She can't keep like, this up for too much longer. I know you fucking hear me. Like, yeah, yeah, he had that face, dude. Like, honestly, I felt like he was gonna just jump out of the plane and land on his feet. Like, that's the face he made. Like, he was gonna make it. But uh, that shit was fucking hilarious. But what was really neat, I don't know, I don't know how you guys felt about this. Like, when when they were doing the backstory uh film reel thing like they're watching a silent movie and like all the all the chicks were like co-signing with gorgeous when she was telling the story about her auntie like who thought that was interesting yeah i, I didn't Which notice is, that at first but i didn't notice that i didn't notice that like okay so like when they were on the when they're on the train she's telling her so she's telling all her friends the story about her auntie and mm-hmm. like while they're talking it's like they could see what she was seeing Oh, okay. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, she kind of like yeah. meant, like, projected her. Oh, like, when he, like, oh, he's so brave and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, oh, he's so yeah. handsome. And when they kiss, oh, it's this burning passion, his kiss. Like, like you know, like, like they were seeing it. It was so goofy how they were just co signing and wouldn't shut the fuck yeah, up while yeah. she was talking. I thought that was neat. Like, anytime they did something that kind of like broke any kind of tropes I haven't seen before, like, it made me like the movie a little bit more. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you because I, uh, I wasn't in the mood to watch a movie that day, you know? And uh, it kind of, it, it just, it helped. It helped me. Like, like anytime I see some shit I haven't seen before, it kind of helps me along. I don't know about how you I, guys feel. I, I, yeah. At this point, I'll be honest with you, I, I wasn't in the mood to watch a movie either when I started watching this. And that long opening scene got me fatigued by the time this part came around. I was like, Jesus, if they don't get to this house pretty soon, I'm going to go do something else. Right. I'm going <laughs> to turn on Pornhub. Nice. So, so we get the... Uh, <laughs> We get the official roll call of everybody, which I really, really appreciated. I really, really thought was funny. Um, you know, Gorgeous obviously the main chick. Uh, Kung Fu, which is our personal favorite. We'll get to that in a bit. But she knows Kung Fu. Uh, Professor, she's she's a smarty. She has glasses. Uh, fantasy, uh, you know, she's cute, I guess. But, she, uh, I know. She was always tripping balls and yeah, seeing shit. Yeah, and yeah, she always daydreams. That's her deal. She, she's a daydreamer. Uh, Mac, which is short for stomach. She's supposed to be the fat chick. And that is fucking hilarious because she just has chubby cheeks and that's it. Her body is actually um, uh, normal. Yeah, the same as all the other girls, as a matter of fact. Exactly the same. And they all like to rip on her because she's eating stuff all the time. Food is delicious. Yeah, who doesn't like to fucking eat? Yeah, that's why Mac is my second favorite. Mac is my second favorite. Honestly, because she she didn't get a lot of screen time. She might have been my first. I saw some uh, cheeks drop. Got some shorts. Just saying. But then we got uh, Melody, who is, uh, you know, musically inclined. Uh, we have Sweet, which is hilarious because she's just basically a um, subservient Japanese chick, which is makes her sweet, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. So, like, you know, like, we get the official roll call, and they go um, they go on this trip, and they get to this melon place. And uh, there's this really, you know, roly-poly, goofy-looking dude. And what's really fucking funny about it is that guy is actually the composer of the movie. Oh, Nice. That dude, um, the you, you know that piano, um, tune we heard, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah, never ended the, the movie yet. Like the he, main, he he's the one that composed that. And uh, when the director came to him, he was like, "Dude, I'm not composing for this shit." Cause he, he cause like everyone worked in commercials, 
and uh that was a uh, obayashi's first directorial debut and um you know that was the first time this guy did a musical score but he did not want to do it for this goofy ass fucking movie he was like no i'll act in it but i'm not gonna do the fucking uh <laughs> i'm not gonna do it but he still talked him into it so he did the soundtrack plus he acted in the film as the uh, watermelon guy and uh you know, that, that was, was like a creeper, man. Yeah, that was a classic trope of well, he did a good job. <laughs> he's like he did a really good job. He was so fucking goofy. Yeah, because he had no chin at all. But like he looked like a fucking watermelon. <laughs> and um he uh it was really kind of cool because like that was another stupid trope of like old guy on the outside of the house, let you know, like oh, you better be careful. Like it was still different because it was like, What's up with this guy? Like, what's his deal? And I noticed that there was a watermelon um lantern in the background right because he's holding a watermelon with a hat on it then he takes the hat off and when he starts laughing the watermelon that has his mouth that looks like a puppet laughs with him that was hilarious because that that reminded me that reminded me of evil dead right there yeah dude like uh yeah like it it was a lot of this movie was kind of raimi-esque like yeah uh, as a matter of fact a lot of it reminded me of evil dead like drag me to hell yeah I feel like I feel like he might have got some cues from this. He had to have, bro, because this is some groundbreaking shit as far as just sheer goofiness with horror. But I, I, I had to rewind back. I thought I missed that shit. I was like, did, is that fucking thing live with him? <laughs> yes, it did. So I was like, cool. He's some kind of watermelon spirit. Whatever. So they finally get to the house. Um, house looks like shit. <laughs> house looks like absolute trash. And like everyone is like still cool about it. I would not be. I'd be like, bitch, we went all this way for this old dusty ass house. And um, you know, auntie's waiting for him there. Um, clearly a hot chick who was just wearing a gray wig. Clearly. clearly. Yeah, and then, like maybe made up a bit to look a yeah. little older. Uh, her name was um, um, Yoku Minamida. And uh, she's actually she actually was a close friend to uh, Obayashi. And um, there's this huge fucking deal with, uh, with uh, Asian actors where like if you are like of age, you keep acting that age. If you ever act older than your age then you will never work a young world again hmm. so what yeah and like the chick was still in her prime and um obayashi you know kind of came to her like hey you you know you want to be in this role i know this is kind of a you know a big fucking deal and she was down for it she was down for doing it even though like she was risking never working a young world again and they were super close friends like forever like uh a lot of this movie was um obayashi like you know just pulling all his friends together you know trying to get it to, you know trying try to get something going kind of like how uh Wardowski was trying to do Dune back in the day where he was just getting people he knew and trying to, you know, get all the resource within those years, but actually made the movie. And um, yeah. I thought that was really fucking cool. So, yeah. So, so, so auntie's like, this, like, you know, attractive lady, but she's bound to a wheelchair and it's really sad. And it's like, she's super lonely. She makes it very obvious that she's lonely. And like all the chicks are there to kind of, you know, try to cheer her up and uh sweet goes to, you know, try to spruce up the place and everybody kind of, you know, has their thing that they want to do. And they, and they go eat. That's like the first thing they do. Like, uh, I think the sweet cook. Uh, no, nah, it was Mac that cooked. Of yeah, course. Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac. But cooked. before before that, like when they when they first stepped into the house, uh, the fucking uh, chandelier. The oh snap! Well, didn't the, the cat? Fucking... I thought before that the cat. They tried to take a picture, and that was the first oh, glimpse you yeah. got of the cat's. Uh, I don't know psychic powers. Oh or yeah, yeah that, of, that darn cat. Yeah, Blanche the cat. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot about that cat. So that cat lived with Gorgeous that whole time, which is fucking weird. So like that was her cat apparently, but then the cat winds up. You know, uh, there was this little fable if you know if a cat can open the door, it's no problem. But if he closes it, it's a witch's cat. So they were kind of like, oh, okay, well it's a, it's a witch's cat. Uh, what's her face is a witch or whatever. 
Yeah, so like, yeah, the, they try to take a photo. Blanche murders the photo, uh, the camera, I mean. And then, like, um, the chandelier attacks. And uh, Kung Fu shows that she, why she's called Kung Fu. And she has her own little stupid uh, theme music, which is fucking I hilarious. love that theme song, dude. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Every time it came out, I was like, yeah. And then it all, it would always, like, it, it, there would always be these crazy fast jump cuts where she's chopping shit oh and my God. everything. You can't even see what the fuck she was doing. It was like, because uh, I guess she did no martial arts. Because, like, the cut, like, that first cut with the chandelier, I didn't know what the fuck happened. I was like, I, I guess the crisis is averted. I don't know. That was crazy. No, and, a piece uh, of glass fell and it landed yeah. on this like a what was it like yeah, a, a gecko a newt? or something? A newt? Yeah, I don't know what it a, was. A newt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. A lizard basically just got destroyed. And uh, I like how Kung Fu always like you know save the day and then just brush it off like nothing big happened. Like eh, whatever. <laughs> like, but that I'm sorry that that's the first sign of fuck this shit. And uh, you know the the old lady the auntie had like a, a knack for talking to shit like the uh, everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also like how the auntie would keep breaking the fucking fourth wall. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, there'd be some times where she uh, like, <laughs> stare into the camera or something, and I'm like, like she's oh, just saying, like you whoa. know, like you know, all these bitches I'm, I'm, about I'm, to die. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, she she's like staring at my soul. I'm frightened and aroused at the same time. I don't know what to feel. <laughs> yeah, like when she looked in the camera to you, it was a whole other situation. <laughs> You yes. probably had your dick hanging out anyway. You're like, oh yeah. Well, I I always do regardless. So <laughs> yeah, you know, I like how you you got to stay prepared. Right. Yeah. Right. Can't I mean, be caught slipping. So uh, <laughs> I put my nose rut row. Mac looks tasty. Uh, the auntie made a little comment about Mac. Uh, you know, saying that she looks pretty tasty because uh, everybody was clowning Mac for grubbing again. You know, because she's I guess, I think she stole the watermelon. I don't know no, she, she said she bought it. I don't know where she smuggled it at because she didn't. She gave it back to the dude when she left. So I don't know where the fuck it came. So from. she was a fruit smuggler. Yeah, she was. We smuggle this banana whenever she wants, baby. Yeah, if I was eighteen, yes. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, they all were. Uh, they all were in their um, late teens. All of them, sadly. I, I retract my statement. I mean, nope, too late. Uh, that too was a late, joke. Son. That was. This is a comedy cast. Uh, Somebody likes to eat fresh, but um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jared, you're a piece of shit. So, uh, <laughs> so Mac, Mac basically is like, "Hey, I'm gonna go take a shit." Gay, <laughs> you gotta go. I mean, props what? to her efficient pre-shit stretch. Like, good for her. And uh, she says, tells everybody bye, and uh, she's fucking dead. Like, she's gone. That's a wrap. She you never see her again. And uh, everyone's looking for her. Oh, because there was this, there was this deal about this watermelon where um they were gonna try to freeze it and I mean cool it in the refrigerator. That motherfucker don't work, you know. So so we're told. So they're like, hey, drop it in the well, and let it cool off. I'm not feeling that. I've seen the ring. I don't want nothing to do with the well. Period. Especially to chill my food. Fuck that. So uh yeah. But that was actually one of the things that scared um Obiashi's daughter is whenever you pull like because you know somebody they've done that before. And whenever they pull, they pull out the uh, watermelon, she always freaks out thinking it was a head. So we'll, we'll get to that in a couple <laughs> seconds. So Mac is motherfucking missing. Uh, and Sweet has to go get the watermelon. Could I think uh, Mac, you know, ran to a potato field and just being a fat bitch eating potatoes. <laughs> I like how they just like, oh, there's a potato field there. She nearby. does love her baked potatoes. Yeah, this fat fuck. She's out there grabbing. Don't worry about it. She's just eating until the <laughs> sun goes away, which is just fucked up. And uh, <laughs> so... So sweet is uh, no, it's fantasy. 
Fantasy's going to go get the uh, chilled watermelon so he can go grow up, right? And uh, I really like this scene because I thought it was this is where I thought the scary shit was going to happen. I thought it was going to flip a switch and just be scary. And uh, yeah, it, it uh, this is where it, uh, it went from like negative five to oh, what the fuck? Yeah. And oh, uh, as well, oh, okay, this is actually kind of creepy. Maybe this is where it starts. Mm-hmm. Eh. Boy, were we wrong. So, like, we get, uh, <laughs> so she pulls her head out and she doesn't notice it. I'm like, oh, snap. You know, I'm, I'm into it. Like, oh, oh, shit, here we go. And uh, when she looks at the head, the head is like, it's Max's head. And it's blue. And she, like, starts talking. And I'm like, what? And then it starts floating. And I'm like, What? And then while fantasy flees and she trips over and her butt is exposed, Mac proceeds to eat her booty as if it was groceries. Yeah, that that part was really weird to me. No, like, what? Yeah, I was like, what is the purpose? <laughs> yeah, of this? that part. Yeah, that, so, something you, about this part just didn't rub me right. Are you, are you sure? Are you sure, Black? The disembodied head. The, the origin of eating ass didn't, didn't go well with you. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't scary to me. I was like, okay, all, all right, what just happened? I had to actually rewind that part. I was like, did I miss something? Yeah, dude, what I kind of it. silliness is this? I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, maybe it wasn't scary. A little unnerving, maybe. But yes, <laughs> yeah, because it was just like what? Because if I ever want to see a chick eating another chick's ass, that's not how I want to see it. For the record, just putting it out there. Um. So whatever, you know, fantasy flips the fuck out. You know, they go to, you know, she she tells everybody what's going down. Uh, auntie ain't hearing that shit. But they go out there to go, you know, verify, you know, because, you know, Kung Fu's brave. So she goes out there to go verify, you know, what the fuck's going on. And, of course, a watermelon comes up. No big deal. Everybody eats their watermelon. I like how auntie fucks with fantasy <laughs> from then on out. And uh, I, I felt like there was like, it was like in a way eating her actual head. I don't know what are you talking I, about. The, she thought, had the eyeball in her mouth. Yeah, for, for a minute I thought maybe she's turning people into fruit. Right. And then there's something like at the end of the movie that kind of confirms that, but not really. Yeah. I, I have no idea. It's very confused. vague. Like a part of me was like, "Are they eating her head now?" And I'm like, "Maybe not." But she had her. But she had Max eye in her mouth and was fucking with fantasy, and fantasy just can't fucking get her shit together. It's fucking hilarious. But uh. One creepy ass scene though was when um, Professor was a uh, fucking pumping water to wash dishes, and she's still pumping and pouring herself a glass of water, and fucking Max Blood is in that shit, and I was like, Ugh, and yeah, she's she's not she's not looking at the water either. No, and she's, she's not uh, take gulping, taking gulps out of no, her. She's fucking that's that gross. was fucking gross, and I was like, ugh. So yeah. um, God, it's fucked up. So uh, yeah, it was like once this starts going down, you know, she's you know, shit starts falling like dominoes, dude. We're noticing that uh, <laughs> nobody else notices Max missing, and now Auntie can walk. <laughs> oh no, they. She was like, oh, you can walk. She was like, yep, yep. It's kind of my thing. Shut the fuck up. Let me do that. So she's I, all. Uh, she's and all. And she like, can loose. fly. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that goofy scene. So so sweet. Sweet is um. You know, constantly cleaning and shit, and then she takes her ass to this linen area, and there's a fucking creepy ass doll. So I'm like, okay, well she's fucking dead, cause we don't see her back for a while. And then um, uh, we get uh, what's her face? Gorgeous is in a tub, and then we get this really creepy ass thing with the hair, which is uh reminding me of the Grudge, creep me the fuck out. Uh, where yeah, hair kind of crawling up oh, and oh god, caressing, ugh, fucking disgusting, and uh. Yes. 
lot of shit was happening at once. Like every everybody was getting kind of like fucked with all all at the same time. And then like Kung Fu uh, gets attacked by Wood. <laughs> yeah, and she just goes and fucking karate chops those fucking ghost logs. Why did one log have an elbow though? What the fuck is that about? <laughs> She's like, fighting uh, Mokujin from Tekken. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. He was like trying to shut her down and, and get some of that. So okay. And no, after that, she beats up those logs, and she's like, oh, well, teehee, it was just an illusion, maybe. Okay, first of all, this is when uh, your boy woke up, because uh, Kung Fu had this um, army jacket-type situation on the majority of the, with two crayons on it, I don't know what the fuck this shit was, and uh, when the logs attacked, um, she had to come out of her clothes, you know, to, to, to kick things faster, and when she landed, I was like, oh, she's fine, she's fine as fuck. And this is when this is when it gets a little interesting, right there. Yeah, this is when uh, your boy got invested in, uh, you know. I like the heavy breathing just did that chips. <laughs> I really, I really appreciate that. Yeah, because Miss, you know, Miss Kung Fu kind of, kind of, kind of, you know, changed the game for your boy. And I was like, oh, I found my favorite. Because at first it was Mac. I was sad that Mac died, and then <laughs> Kung Fu showed me that she was actually, actually, Kung Fu had more ass than the, the quote unquote fact shit, which is fucking hilarious, but. Probably because all that kung fu kicking and shit she's been doing, but um, yes. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what kind of bikini bottom it was, but it was like uh, tied to two things, so it could have fell fell off at any point, which I was okay with. Moving on. So uh, this is when uh, Auntie starts to. F- <laughs> this is when we get this stupid ass musical number. Uh, I like this scene because the bitch walks into the fridge because the fridge is apparently a portal to some shit. Uh, fantasy loses her shit, and then we get this weird cat meow dance number uh fake skeleton dancing this is weird shit and and uh, yeah this is when uh, i think melody is playing the piano yes because she got in trouble um, yeah because because she's caught up with the piano like so we got sweet with the doll melody's caught up in the piano at, uh simultaneously right now and it's just yeah. what the fuck and you she's know, playing it, I, and you, you you notice in the background there's this fucking skeleton. He's he's doing his little shim sham back there. Yeah, yeah, all, like, all I wrote down for hilarious. this part was weird images all over the place. I'm like, I, I couldn't figure out what was going on at that point. Yeah, and um, what's her face was eating a fucking ha- like Auntie was eating Max's hand, I guess, like finishing the rest of the shit. I, yeah. I I loved when when she took a bite out of that hand. It sounded like she was crunching into an apple. <laughs> yeah, dude, Jesus. It made that Christ. sound effect like <sighs> Ugh, just pure cartilage and shit. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, okay, so uh, sweet Ben dead, I guess. <laughs> like I, I wasn't sure. I was trying to figure out what was going on, but now gorgeous is fucked because she looked into a goddamn mirror, and uh, she was seeing visions of I think her mom. And then, yeah, I think, yeah. then the auntie. It, I think I think it was a uh yeah, uh just basically both the mom and the auntie. Yeah, and it mom was and auntie. Together. It was creepy as fuck. And then like bitch had like these goofy ass teeth, like the, the sharp teeth. They looked dumb as fuck. Uh, but but I guess they were like oni teeth. I guess, you know how like the oni have like the you know like oh, right. Yeah. That's that's kind of. And then she bust out into flames. Yeah, and then like the creepy, like she was like choking or something, and then like the glass breaks and bleeding and shit, which was another thing that um, the daughter was afraid of. Was like, well, that was one of her ideas that she came to him with because he was trying to do not a Jaws knockoff, but something kind of ludicrous. And uh, why you don't listen to kids? Nah, I kind of I kind of liked his approach because like when I was watching those special features, he was like, you know. You know, adults have a certain way of thinking, but kids don't. And I can, like, try to mold that. So she was just saying, wouldn't it be creepy if the mirror attacked you? You know, he was just listening to her, just letting her go off on all these crazy-ass, you know, ideas. And uh, what's so fucking funny is um, 
I, I didn't get it when the when the glass broke. Like uh, it was just weird. And then yeah, and then when the flames start happening, like cause she started breaking. I guess that was her. Whatever. I, I don't I don't want to overanalyze it because it, it really makes no sense to me. But she became just a body of flames, which was interesting as far as uh, effects were concerned. I kind of wish I was born around that time to where I watched this and just I just wonder if your mind was blown watching this movie or if you just thought it was stupid as fuck. I would go with stupid. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it still. I think it still looks all right. I mean, didn't didn't uh, two thousand one a space? When did that come out? Two thousand one a space odyssey, like sixty eight. What? No, sixty eight. Like yeah, sixty eight. No, I thought it was like late seventies. I'm finding out right now. No, because uh, I know at the end of that movie, there's some fucking crazy ass. Uh, uh, special effects that I'm pretty sure have never been seen before on film. And, and I'm sure it's is correct. It is 1968. Woo! Whoa. 2001 Space Odyssey. That man is a fucking triumph, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just, just imagining that, 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 that that's literally the first time anyone has seen anything like that. My God. Right. Okay, well, fuck. Dude, this movie sucks dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I'm, I'm saying, um, you know, uh, Melly is getting kind of weird right now, and this is where I said uh, worst pillow fight ever. <laughs> this is another thing that the daughter brought up, where she uh, she was trying to get a futon, and it was heavy as fuck, and it fell on her, mm-hmm. and it kind of fucked her up a bit. And then it's like, well, what if I was in a room full of futons, just beating the living shit out of her? And uh, that's what happened to Sweet. Sweet got her ass beat by linens and fucking futons, bro. And they were taking her clothes off at the same time. What the fuck? How do you get your ass kicked by a bunch of pillows, man? I mean, she's a she. She was a pushover though. She got her ass beat. So yeah, Melody that goes, doll looked pretty mean too. Yeah. So so Melody goes missing, and at the same time, cause, you know, everybody split up at this time, which is what you do in a horror movie. And then like Melody, they pulled Melody away from the uh, from the p- uh, piano, and she made this weird, you know, the classic diagonal head turn to let you know shit ain't right. So I'm thinking shit ain't right, but it turns out her shit isn't right because she had to go take a poop. That's what the head turn was about, which I thought ah. was kind of, I thought it was a funny twist because uh, she was um, I think fantasy was freaking out trying to figure out where uh, uh, Melody was, and Melody had her hands sticking out the bathroom doing this weird come here motion, and it looked creepy, but she's asking for like toilet tissue. <laughs> 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 fucking stupid as shit. Pretty fucking funny to me, dog. Oh, why do they smell sweets draws? Yeah, I I got that too. Like the uh, I I wrote down panty sniffing weirdo when they yeah. found her underwear and in, then, but, in, amongst but, the pillows. But didn't was it Melody that kind of like <laughs> threw some shade on that bitch? Like, oh yeah, she she needs a bath though. Jeez. You know what? Maybe they watched the old episode of Battle Royale and like, all right, it's the only way we can determine Ooh. who the real victim is. Cause nah. she she threw shade like, oh, she must be in the bath after smelling her jaw. I like that's fucked uh, up. That's mean <laughs> and cruel. <laughs> And fucking <laughs> fucked up, and uh, yeah, so we get like this, um, you know, gorgeous is going through some weird shit, and I'm I'm not understanding what the fuck is going on. Like she, uh, it's like she did like some kind of ancestral spirit lingering in the house or something yeah, that takes like takes a hold of her. her. Yeah, but I uh, I did say LOL at this. Uh, I called it logic circles, where uh, <laughs> professor was trying to. Uh, you know, come up with what the fuck is going on, and she's walking in circles, and then everybody follows her. Everybody's like kind of mimicking her. Yeah, her like, yeah, manu- right. Manuerisms. Yeah, it's, it was pretty it's very, funny. That was very cartoony. So uh, this is where we get the. Uh, so both, you know, gorgeous and Melody are in trances now, and uh, Melody is still playing the fucking piano, 
and then the bitch started losing her fingers, and then she lost her life. And, you know what? Uh, I, I'll say one thing about this movie. Uh, I think I talked to you, beat him down about it earlier. No matter how I feel about this movie, I can't unsee it. Oh, no. Uh, I'll remember that scene forever. Because yeah. as goofy as it was, it stuck with you. And so he gets points for that. Because she got, she got fucked up. Um, to say she got to say fucked up the worst. By the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say she got fucked up the worst. And the most confusing. Like, I feel like her death was like all over the place, literally. Um, so was it that she couldn't stop playing the piano at a certain point? Had it like right? It was just I, I was I was it for her. Like she was gonna play forever, and uh, she tried not to, and her fingers came off. And then the, you know the piano was like, "Well, fuck you, bitch." And uh, I think it was supposed to be. I feel like I'll put it this way: if if the effects were like today's effects, that would have been the most disturbing um, scene in the entire film. I wonder what that would have looked like now. Horrific. It would have been horrific. Because uh, it was so goofy, though, because her body was at one point and her legs were somewhere else. And then they were all over the place. And, you know, poor, poor fantasy seeing all this shit. <laughs> seeing all of it, bro. Because like, always the innocent one. And then she's all yeah, like Melody's arm like flew into the fucking uh, goldfish thing and like hit her. And she just fucking passed out. It was fucking hilarious. And uh, like, why didn't um. Melody's head like float over the the piano and was like oh that's naughty because like her fucking her naughty bits could possibly be seen um on what oh yeah and I was like that's just weird and like uh it was just fucking weird then like her body you know shit was rotating around it was weird weird and, and uh, I think that don't they try to call for help on the telephone and then uh, kung fu kung fu beats the shit out of the telephone. Yeah, that, that was towards the the epic climax. Because uh, like, unfortunately, we uh, this is when we officially see what happened to Sweet. Um, she gets murdered by a clock. That was dead. that was dumb. Yeah, that was. Oh, dumb. that that did it for you. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, a lot, a lot of laughing dumb. watermelons is okay, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. But uh, <laughs> nah, because it's Fox like start killing people. You cross the line. Because it's like, wh- how did she get in there? And why? Like, why? Like, why? That, did... see, and that was my problem with it. It just happened. Yeah. Well, to see the, the clock was another thing the daughter was afraid of, so he just kind of shoehorned that one in, and she got crushed by gears, I guess. Which was, I mean, technically it was grotesque, but I wish that the clock did more rather than futons beat the shit out of her. Right. But uh, this is where we get that dope ass uh, noodle transition, and. Uh, Cause uh, you know Togo is is the is the guy who's um the teacher who was trying to like meet up with them at the house and he never got to them, and uh, but he was fucking around too, <laughs> so he wasn't like what, what was his relationship with these girls? He was just he was, a, he was just a, their teacher, yeah. I guess. Just spending time with them during their summer vacation. Huh? Yes, and but but was, uh, fantasy wanted to smash. Yeah, she made that very obvious. Yeah, so. <laughs> So the house is going. Well, he, yeah, he's eating. He's eating. Uh, oh, we we'll go back to the, the noodles. Uh, there's a like a bear chef hanging out with them. Yeah. I, I thought it was a bear statue. I think I saw him move. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't uh, be shocked. But and then I think there was like some fucking like Louis Armstrong playing in the background. It was weird. It was. Weird. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, all I heard was uh, that, that gravelly ass voice. I'm like <laughs> eating That's some noodles. <laughs> Uda noodles and uh <laughs> so oh, teacher wanna smash some underage girls and I said to myself <laughs> Satchatory <laughs> 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 
Oh, man. Why? Why did y'all go down? Did you snort? I did. Oh, Jesus. All right. Rest in peace, Louie. Oh, yeah, boy. Um, That's how he would like to have been remembered. Yep. Yep. Talking about banging underage uh, or barely overage Asian chicks. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so kung fu is going ham. The house is going ham. Uh, I was like, uh, I was like, she's fighting um the phone, a whack ass mummy, and a ghost, all like in rapid succession. Because yeah, she, up that mummy, dude. What was that? Dude, that mummy showed up earlier too, and it was like for no fucking reason. It was just like, what? <laughs> Boo! I'm yeah, a mummy. I'm a mummy. I'm, not <laughs> I'm a mummy. mummy. You know, it felt like a a long episode of Scooby Doo. Yeah, a little bit. Except everyone's on drugs, and there's like. Girls with their well, ass. you know, Shaggy was on drugs. We all know that. Yeah, man, that's true. Uh, unfortunately, this is where we lose our sweet, sweet, sweet kung fu man. She gets a body by a lamp. Wait, <laughs> did she, did she already have the one on one fight with the witch? That was yeah, her most yeah. brolic moment in yeah, the she, whole. She shit. held it down. And, oh, and they figured out that the cat was in on it because it was a cat painting that turned evil. Motherfucker, and uh, she was trying to fuck the cat up because she's like, the cat is the key for some reason. And uh, you know she she goes for her leaping death kick that is her you know her signature move I'm assuming, and a uh, lamp catches her and fucks up her whole shit, <laughs> and I'm it's kind of funny, it's kind of funny because like the lights go crazy like the effects get really really crazy where like the, um uh, sweet and professor is just standing on like a blue screen and it's just like constant weird ass trippy ass colors that will give you a seizure, and uh, kung fu is so fucking awesome dude. That like she's, she's just beating the shit out of these home appliances and going ham. Yeah, like she literally like just just the rest of her fucking torso just says fuck it and completes the kick, which is fucking amazing. And uh, right, yeah, that's right. Her uh, severed leg comes out and yeah. starts kicking the shit out of everything. Yeah, so the like, cat, even even in death, she's so she's so badass. badass. And like she kicks the cat painting, dude. And like that shit, the cat the cat ghost was like oh like. <laughs> like a person, like oh shit, oh, <laughs> this ghostly shit got wrecked, and it was just like, and it just started spewing fucking endless amounts of blood everywhere. And it was fucking insane, dude. And uh, while all that's going on, Melon Guy is outside, and Togo finally sees him, and they talk. And for some reason, um, you know, Togo just says the words bananas, and uh. Yeah, Melon guy, guy just dies, bro. And I'm like, Yeah, it was just. It's like, what? I don't know. You guys remember that episode of Futurama when they, when Bender had like uh, this bomb implanted in him? And if they said a specific yeah. word, he fucking <laughs> self-destructed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, what that was it right there. Was, he was killed by this guy's love of bananas. And But then um, Togo gets in this weird trance. Uh, the stupid, cause it, uh, this, this is the only effect that I could not stand, was the rewinding and fast-forwarding and rewinding shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that they do it really quick in like a couple, like two seconds. Yes. Like kind of, it's fucking yeah. awful. Fucking awful. Like, that's, that was very 70s, I think. Yeah, because that was like, that was a, a new thing for them. And like, he just kept saying bananas, bananas, bananas. And like, you don't know what's going on with this guy. I figured he was just freaking out because he killed a guy saying bananas. But uh, we leave them and we go back to uh, a Professor and uh, Fantasy now on a raft or like, you know, a raft made of uh, walls, I guess, as they, <laughs> they're uh, adrift on a, a sea of blood in the house. So like uh, it's a sea of fucking blood and they're like just, you know, on this raft that they had to make out of walls and shit. And everybody's freaking the fuck out. And uh, I guess a jar 
or whatever the fuck it was, urn, uh, cop professor and pulls this bitch in into the fucking blood, which uh, she's drowning now with no clothes on, which I'm very sad to see. Uh, did not want to see that like that. And uh, as she rotates, she's actually being dissolved and, um, you know, eroded by the uh, blood. And uh, just kind of fucked up. A lot yeah. of conflicting boners in this movie. Yeah, yeah buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we had uh, Melody's uh, breast torso f- uh, flipping around disembodied in midair. That, that wasn't cool. I, a, a lot of the titties yeah. I did not enjoy in this movie. But, um, so yeah, dude, like, uh, <laughs> That's everybody, right? Everybody's dead. Wait, is it? Do we skip the part? Or did, I, did I not hear it when the when the giant face comes through the oh the I, thing I, and, I, I and kinda, says skip that yeah and is like, hey, this is not really your aunt. It's a central point to the plot. It's not really your aunt. It's really a witch who tries to take revenge on what is it? Unmarried women. Oh yeah. no, that the, come but, to the house. But it was the auntie though. It was the auntie. It's like she like she's not really here. Mm-hmm. It's like she's the house, like, like she she's she she's haunting the house like that. Okay, the person wasn't really her per se. Like she she's been dead, right, right. Like she was never alive like to begin with. Like she was just a fucking evil ass ghost. So uh, stepmom. Oh no no no, I'm skipping. So like uh, so fantasy is like this fucking desperate, and she sees um, gorgeous who is like I guess okay now maybe. And she's walking like towards the uh, stairs because you know the blood is everywhere now, and she's like crawling, really desperate, reaching out for uh, gorgeous. And gorgeous is like, oh sure, you know I'll reach out to you, even though her titty was out. I don't know what that was about. Why not? Uh, she she tore her. Uh, what's her? Who who was it? Um, fantasy. Oh yeah. Fantasy. She reached out and she tore she, her. She tore a shirt. Tore the front. But I forgot when um when that cat picture got kicked, like the ghost lady like bled profusely. Uh, so I thought it was over. And uh, it was not. And uh, yeah, so like Gorgeous, you know, reaches out, takes uh, Sweet Sweet, like fucking, you know, goes into a weird trance, I guess, or whatever the fuck. She was, she was super relieved and said, Mommy, like a dumbass. And, uh, you know, it turns out a uh, chick with a titty out was the auntie with a titty out. So, you know. Conflicting titties. Yeah, conflicting titties. And mm. uh, creeped. I was creeped by that. I thought it was going to be the end. It, it just kind of flashed for like a, a frame or two. It was like, wait, did I just see your dream girl's titties? I'm gonna have to go back and yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't. I, did, I, I was just like uh, wishful thinking, you know. Yeah, it on was my out. end. It was yeah. Out. Okay. So <laughs> I know what I'm gonna be doing later, fellas. Ill, ill. That scene, ill. But um, notice how I didn't say that I was joking. No, nah, I know you weren't. I know. I like that. I, 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 I know you weren't. I know. I know you weren't. So, 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 that mom is showing up, and uh, this is when we find out what happened to Togo. So Togo just, <laughs> I just said, uh, Togo is now bananas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and yeah. no, like that, which kind of uh, going back to what I said earlier does uh, is the spirit of the house turning people into fruit, which it then consumes. It's a good question. Mm, I don't not, know. Not, not entirely, because what happened to the bitch with the piano and the bitch in the clock? <laughs> like they didn't turn to fruit; they just got fucked up. <laughs> uh, even what's the face didn't turn into fruit. She just got uh, kung fu. She got fucked up. Like so, what? What? You have an explanation for the bananas? No, he just, it just, I think just that area, uh, you become whatever fruit that you say. So the fat guy probably said something about melons, but came trapped there. And then, uh, you gotta say another fruit, I guess, to pass that bullshit torch around. I don't know. Or maybe the, maybe the, the writer didn't know how to end the character and said, fuck it. He's bananas. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this motherfucker. Just the bananas. I don't give a fuck. 
and so I'll say and I'll say it's art, and I'll pe- people who say they don't get it, I'll call them fucking imbeciles or, or fascist pigs. And uh, <laughs> so I said, "What the fuck?" At this walk to the house, because like, uh, <laughs> so the stepmom is like having just just soaking in the country, dude, just having a really good time, and she's no longer walking on the ground. Like it's just most unrealistic walk through the woods uh, ever. And she, uh, I like this move she did when she walked into the house, where she like. <laughs> Saw some grapes and kind of held them. Like, through a... <laughs> like yeah, she kind of she did a little cupping, you know, little smooth. She knew how to cup the grapes. <laughs> Grabbing the smooth kernels down under, <laughs> and uh, she she cradled them ever so nicely. And like I just couldn't stop laughing at this shit. It was the stupidest shit ever. <laughs> oh man, and uh, she just you know just fucking happy and um. We see gorgeous, you know, roll up out of nowhere, and she's um, traditional Japanese garb, and she's doing like she's opening the doors to the house, inviting her in, like you know, very properly, like a, uh, like however they want, you know, women to you know hold it down traditionally back in the day. I guess I don't know. I think geisha or something. Yeah, there there was some kind of symbolism, like like the ladies who be serving you tea. How that's a ritual with that. I felt like there was a ritual with opening doors, which is really sucky for uh, Japanese women, but um, back then and. so they sit and they shake hands again, which I really thought was odd because, like, I thought they typically would bow. So I figured that's why I thought the stepmom was white because she offered her hand to shake it rather than bow, which I thought was, I didn't know what that was about, but it, it doesn't matter. And uh, so, yeah, Gorgeous just basically just sets his bitch on fire. <laughs> she, just, she just set on fire and, and she dies. And uh, the, you know, that's it. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's it. Everybody's fucking dead, and it's like nobody made it. I'm assuming because I had asked being black, you know, sidebar. I was like, so it's gorgeous, like possessed, or she's just fucking dead. He was like, she's yeah. dead. I was like, yeah. fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I, I I I came away from this uh, assuming that she became like part of the house, like part of the whole yeah, fucking mm. hauntedness of the. Of the place, yeah, she was cray cray, dude. I, I was like, all right, well, I guess you know, whatever. I guess she's just fucking dead now. I guess everybody's dead, and uh, that, that's the movie. I personally like movies where the bad guy wins, so that's that's another part of the movie that kind of got me. I was like, good. You know what I liked was the proper send off all these uh, ladies got at the end of the credits. I thought that was kind of cute. I thought it was funny. They're yeah. all frolicking in the park, yeah, and, and little freeze frame. Like, remember these broads? They're all fucking dead, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, play them out. And it was like real '70s tunes, like playing them out. It was like some really funny ass, like uh, Sergeant Pepper sounding type shit. Yeah, I liked that song at the end. It was, was kind of cool. Yeah, it was nice. It was. Did not like that logo with the tongue. Though. I thought it was goofy as fuck. Yeah, what was that? Was that the, the house logo, you mean? Yeah, that's that's the official logo he used. He actually made that when he was really? hand, yeah when he was handing out the business cards. That that's that's what he had. Everybody thought it was ridiculous. But he was like, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So props to him for not giving a fuck because he had some balls on this one, man. Yeah, let's just do uh, f- uh, final impressions and drinks on this bad boy. So uh, we'll start with Mister Being Black. You know, I said it earlier. Let me take my hater slippers off, put on the robe. <laughs> it wasn't my cup of tea. It's not something that I would suggest <laughs> for anybody to watch. If you like B movies and that's really your thing then go ahead as far as drink i'll give this a nice tall glass of lsd <laughs> god damn <laughs> usually just need like a drop or two to nah, get you. Nah, nah. Christ. jesus all right <laughs> sunny chips your final impressions and drink um i had never seen this movie before uh, i i always heard heard overwhelmingly positive things about it 
and well, I said, I said, all right, screw it. Let's let's watch it. And I thought it was going to be just a standard horror movie because I've seen House from 86, the American one. Yeah. Nothing like this. I thought it was going to be, you know, kind of similar. Maybe it was a remake or something. Right. No, hell no, man. And um, it was story wise is it's pretty dumb. But <laughs> as as far as like like technically and as an admirer of filmmaking, I thought it was really, really cool. Um, I don't know what their budget was or, or uh, how they were resource-wise, but I think they did a really, really good job making. I love the special effects. I love the goofy monsters. Uh, I love Kung Fu's little uh, chopping bits. It's awesome. Uh, as for drink, I'd give it a uh, watermelon and banana smoothie. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Um... I'll say as far as ambition goes, like, uh, he made the fucking film. Like, uh, he went through hell and high water to get it done. And for that, I respect that. Like, that, that, that goes a long way with me as far as these type of movies is the actual journey to make the movie. So um, he has, like, all my, you know, uh, admiration as far as uh, what he had to go through. You know, he had two years to, like, you know, get everything going. And he had the hype machine at full blast. You know, like, whether the product was received well or not, it didn't matter because we're still talking about this movie, you know, fucking like damn near 40 years later um so i it, it, it says something and like i like i like how you know just uh earnest the uh the beginnings were you know just simply asking your child you know what you think would make a good movie and like he went with it i, I kind of i kind of respect that like i can't shit on that uh movie is silly as fuck and uh i appreciate it for being silly as fuck and um i definitely can't unsee this movie like uh being black said but with that, I will definitely give this a uh, nice tall glass of watermelon vodka, and uh, yeah, call that a day. But um, I would definitely pass this along. Like I, I wouldn't tell somebody not to see this because um, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like it's fuck. Like, I would get hammered and watch this again, definitely. Yeah, and it, it, even if just to admire the like the craft and uh, the the like physically the, the technical skill it took. To make all that shit happen, yeah. what I kind of like the most. All right, guys. So, like, if this was a video game, what kind of game would it be? Uh, Alright, this is a tough one. I'm gonna say uh, exact same characters. Like, give me seven characters, or however, however many chicks there were, and mm-hmm. and do the uh, graphics of um, NES's uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Where it's just impossibly hard, and like every chick has like their own power, but it's just fucking pointless. And the house just fucks them up in the end, regardless. Like you never win. Just, a, <laughs> just a broken video game that causes seizures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and at the end, you're like, what, what, what the fuck just happened? No, it's, it's, it's just vi- flashing lights that just put you in a fucking seizure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because I got, I got, I had one in mind. I mean, I heard this game. It, it's for the PS One. It's called Incredible Crisis. No, oh, I don't heard of that one. All right, well. It's it's about this like family, uh, like the dad goes. To, it, it's all set in Japan, Tokyo, or something. And uh, the dad he goes to work. The children they go to school, and the mom goes to her. No, oh, no, she's like running errands around town. And it's just the tale of their really really fucked up day. It just takes place. Oh my in, god! In, yeah, in, I heard in of it. Time of in the time span of one day, mm-hmm. and the whole game is played through like mini games. Like for example, the the dad when he gets to work, they do this like. Uh, like uh, stretching exercises, they uh, like 
uh, like calisthenics to you know because they're gonna be sitting in fucking cubicles all day you yeah, kind of limber up and then the, the mi- first mini game is like you're kind of like dancing around like fucking Parappa the Rapper or something and like the, the mom she's going to the bank and it gets robbed and you have to fucking thwart the bank robbers through like a sneaking mini game so I would say Incredible Crisis because that game was weird as fuck uh, I'm still still stuck man I, I don't think anything could ever do this game justice or I wouldn't even know what to do. You know, I'm at a loss for words with this particular movie. Yeah. (laughs) For once, he has nothing to say. I don't. I have zero. Zilch. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's do our body count. Yeah. Uh Uh That body count. That body count. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, it's, it's a huge question mark, but I'm going to say 12 dead, um, two from flashbacks. Right? Yeah. So that, yes. That's right. Let's just say yeah. Sounds yeah, good. Sounds know, good it, to it, me. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird as fuck. And now we're going to get to it. Uh, it's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that boy Just a little bit of titties Right now, right now Ooh, boy. Yeah, with Skin Deep we have five pairs of boobs I didn't want to see them how I saw them Except for like the bathtub I think that was yeah, I, yeah, I got yeah. five also. I got yeah, one when one of them was bait. I think it was gorgeous bathing. Yeah, two pairs of disembodied floating boobies. Yeah, uh, professor underwater. Yep, butt cheeks with that, and uh, but she was dying, so that wasn't cool. Nah. And then fucking uh, auntie's boob, and that was uh, that was not welcomed either. Um. <laughs> Not by you. Now that we finished with that, I, I figured out what the name of the game was. Oh my god! Hush <laughs> your mouth. Deadly Premonition. Oh, okay. that right. is the perfect game for this. Would be yeah, because that's, a, that's I, a, yeah. I've always heard good things about that. That's a cult classic. It, no, the real. game's shitty. It's a, it's a cult really? classic. It's a cult classic. Yeah, it's shitty, but it's weird as fuck. You'll like oh, it, and I'll it, like it. It's weird, and it has that same like it's it's a creepy game. But it has this weird, colorful, happy music the whole time. Nice. And you're like, what the fuck am I playing? But, nice. yeah. That sounds perfect. Well, gentlemen, we actually made it through. We uh, did it. <laughs> we actually did it. Uh, any shout-outs, gentlemen? Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to our previous guests, Rex Walls, Nerd Podcast, Mafia, uh, Movie Addiction, and uh, Steph Curry's Ankles. Nice. Uh, chips um shout out to that cute dog i met in the road that's why i was so late today uh shout out to uh water because i was really thirsty oh my god um i'm gonna give a shout out to nerd podcast mafia once again we have a uh, nerdtastic four convo commas cast fans on patrol so is a podcast the back issue podcast dork of all trades open all powers and i think that's it and so was it. I said so was it, right? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, thanks. So helpful my team is. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, and uh, don't forget, we're going to be at the uh, George R. Brown Center again. Uh, that's going to be June 18th. I probably said the date wrong before. 
uh, 2.30, Comic Palooza, holding it down. Uh, possibly uh, Desmond from Nerdtastic 4 will be there. And definitely. Really? Yeah. And it's confirmed that Montego Bradley actually will be there to uh, give us support. He actually he doesn't want to be on the panel. He just wants to support us, which is fucking awesome. Oh, cool. cool. Sending us his energy for our spirit bomb. Yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, I hope you do dress up as Yamcha. That's going to be just awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, should, boo, boo. I should do that, huh? No, you shouldn't. He sucks. But, uh, yeah. Hey, Yamcha's the shit, man. No, Yamcha so is shit. He is shit. You're messing it up. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man, just shout out to everybody, dude. Uh, hope you guys have a good night. And uh, yeah.